Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Real Chills. It's me, your host, Meg Getz. I hope you're having a great new year. I'm having a good time. I've been having some really awesome guests, and we're just going to keep it going. The guest we had today is comedian Bikini Body. Uh, Her stories were awesome. They were about shadow people, and she's just so funny and warm and great. Uh, Definitely follow her and enjoy this episode because it's a ton of fun. Real Chills with Meg Getz. Real scary, real silly, real stories. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Chills. Meg Getz here with an awesome guest. I'm so excited she could be here. We have comedian Bikini Body. Hey, how are you? How are you feeling? Hello. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yes. I know we're struggling into the new year, but we're we're here and happy about it. You know it. Yeah. So we always ask all of the guests on the show, when it comes Mm -hmm. to the paranormal, where do you find yourself? Are you a skeptic or are you like all in? I can't be a skeptic when you've been touched. Right. I can't be a skeptic when you've heard noises, seen things. So I'm all in. I'm yeah. All in. I yeah. love it. I I always say I'm all in on this show. I believe everything. And, you yeah. know, I'm allowed to. That's what I want. So right. that is exactly. awesome. And you have a great story for us. So let's get into it. Let's hear the story. I do. So when I was younger, uh, probably around like five, six, seven, no, probably too young, about eight or nine, I started to have this recurring dream. And it kind of started at the age of like five or six. And what I would always have a recurring dream, which never fell, and it went on for about five to nine years. I would always have a dream, and it would be this very, very tall six to seven foot man, the black hat, black jacket from head to floor, completely total blackout black. And he would be standing to what I will remember in the dream. He's standing on the, the front porch of a saloon, like the long look down the front of a, a line of saloon stores. And so he's standing at the end of it, but he's just standing there. All I see is the hat and the jacket, and he's just standing there. And I'm like, okay, don't really understand that. I'm not really familiar with it, but I know that it keeps coming to me as a young person. I know that there was some turmoil that was going on in my family, and mm-hmm. there was some domestic violence and abuse that was going on. And also I come to find out that the neighborhood that I was in was very high prone for violence and murders and all kinds of stuff, which is still happening to this day. So one of the last times that I saw the hat man was around the age of nine and he started, no, I think it was 10. And it got to a point where he started to visit me in this, in my trying to get to sleep hours at the night. So mm-hmm. we all know 3 a.m. in the morning. And all I know as a child is I'm supposed to say my prayers so that right. to make everything go away, right? Right, yeah. So I'm saying my prayers like, get behind me, Satan, in the name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I keep saying that. I hear this voice and then I feel this pressure and I'm laying on my stomach and this pressure comes on my back and pressures me into the bed. I can't speak. I can't move. Only thing that I can do is just breathe. 
I started to pray. He stopped my tongue from praying internally. <gasps> right. And this is all. And I, I, I know I was intuitive as a child. I know that mm-hmm. I was, I know that I was in my body before I realized that my soul was in my body. I was one of those kids. Wow. So I'm like, okay, I can't say it out of my mouth. So I'm just going to keep saying, get behind me, Satan, get behind me, Satan. That's the only thing you're allowing me to say. And as I started to chant that over and over and over, to me, it sounded like a chant as I kept repeating it. It mm-hmm. rose up. A couple of days later in that same week, my mother's boyfriend at the time, who was the instigator of all the violence, I thought was standing in my house. Come to find out it was the hat man standing downstairs in my house. <gasps> I thought it was my, because my mother's a, a designer, and I thought it was her mannequin standing with one of the garments on. Mm-hmm. So I still watch all night long from 2 a.m. until 7 a.m. watching the hat man <laughs> staring oh, and watching no. to come and kill us, right? Mm-hmm. So when I awake in the morning, I'm still on the floor and the hat man's turned into this mannequin. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to this year. I said, let me start researching because my father and I started talking and he says he's been visited by the hat Wow. He's also been, we've been visited by the same, we don't know if it's an evil spirit or if it's an angel, but it's, it comes in the form of a very wet furred monkey. You can wow. never see his face. You can only see his shoulders and his chest. He visited my father when he was in the hospital. He visited me when I was in the hospital. And I think this is one of the stories I told you where he set that chest, this, this wooden chest on my chest in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And starts opening up and taking these things out. And I'm like, what the hell? But I'm like, is that morphine? <laughs> but what i've come to find out is that the hat man has been seen this thing is worldwide i didn't realize yeah. how far back that it goes into shadow people and mm-hmm. that it's a foretelling of not a foretelling but it's, it's a symbol of you being around turmoil and negativity and things going on and they only come around when that's happening yeah and so I'm like, wow. I like even in my house now, I my son and my boyfriend, we all hear sounds and spirits. I've been touched and I'm all in, but it's just something you have to realize that if it's touching you and you can't see it, you can't ignore that. You know what you feel. It's it's the thing that sometimes non-believers don't trust their intuition or mm-hmm. their senses, and they really right. should. That's like a crazy like. You yeah you know if you can't physically move or you're feeling I I don't know it's crazy to not but that's fascinating it's fascinating that it continues through your life so you you said you saw that the hat man recently like within the last yeah. year probably I would say I can't say I've seen him full on but there's a presence that's been noted and there were certain things that were going on um, before I moved to my house now. Mm-hmm. And my son, who's also intuitive and also didn't realize his abilities, was affected by him. Wow. And my son didn't realize he was communicating with him or someone that was along with him. And he started to do like pentagrams in the window. The window started <gasps> to burst up. The floor went uneven. Like, I'm like, son, you don't realize you have powers. Yeah. But we moved from that house because it actually was back into the same neighborhood that I grew up in. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. A past relationship of mine had bought me the house 
that I looked at as a child and didn't realize this was in the same area where the hat man was. So I was put back into the same that environment. Yeah. 20 years later. So yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it has something to do yeah. with that area too, which I do. Mm-hmm. I my story and research is all about shadow people, and it is mm-hmm. energy like negative, I guess, or positive. But I, you don't see it as much. It's mm-hmm. we're human, so it's usually more negative energy. Right. It is something. I, you know, I always wonder because there's no rules to this. So like, there's no. I, I don't know why they need energy or what they're feeding off of, or if it makes mm-hmm. them stronger, or like what they have to gain from that. But it does seem that when people are like at their lowest or going through something, that's when these things start to happen. It's it's right. really interesting. It yeah. is. Mm-hmm. It is. I've been invested for a long time. Yeah. Very very long. I do have a question because you said you started seeing them at the age of nine, maybe nine, eight or nine. Yeah, probably around between like seven, eight or nine. Yeah. Okay. And you like, have have you, did you hear about shadow people at all? Like, did you have any knowledge of them or like, was this just out of nowhere? You started seeing this, this person or entity. So Meg, I'm raised very different. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. My family was steered in Jehovah Witness. Oh, wow. Okay. So anything that had to do with anything like that was demonic. It was negative. It's the devil. Satan's going to get you. It's going to come in. So me being an intuitive and not knowing as a, I would say at three years old, I I thought like I, I felt like I was watching a movie from the age of like three to five. Wow. Because to me, it was like nothing that I did made sense. It felt like I was looking through viewfinder glasses. And what I come to find out what my dad is, that was your soul. Your soul wasn't ready to leave you yet, you know? And so your soul stuck around to make sure that you were at ease. And that was you realizing in that moment. Like your past soul, you mean like from a different understood. Wow. And then coming into this body, like, what? Wait, okay, I'm a child. And so... Yeah, up as a Jehovah Witness, having that, that experience, but not having that conversation with my dad, and then just being by myself, thinking, okay, so I've seen poltergeists, I've seen like you know, <laughs> sure, yeah, <laughs> classic. So it mm-hmm. must be this, and you start to get scared. But as yeah. I got older, I've started to embrace it because it's not something that I need to be afraid of at all. Right? Do you think and this might be a personal question, so we can cut it if it's too personal. But do you think that these experiences are what kind of took you away from that like Jehovah's Witness faith? Or is it just a a whole bundle of, of things? (laughs) I think I with my mom were realizing sorry to those that are followers, if you have listeners that are this is my own personal experience, it's a cult. I can't do right. it. Yeah. So as I got older and my mother was older, she's like, you know, this isn't something that really feels good to my spirit. It doesn't set well with me. And to me, I'm like, this is a lot of man-made religion, man-made yeah. right. man-made control. And I don't vibe well with that. So I'm going to go with what that makes sense. ties to me. So yeah, not because yeah. of that, not at all. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you said your dad has like a, like a gift too. Has he told mm-hmm. you any stories about like his experiences? Yeah. He's told me about the same visit that he's had from this, I'll say spirit animal. It's yeah. Enough. But it's, it's like, is it scary? Cause you said you, you saw it as well. Like, do, does it feel threatening or does it feel like. It felt only thing you can say it felt paralyzing. Yeah. It wasn't scared or, or 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 inviting. It was literally paralyzed. 
Wow. And as you're watching it, all you can do is just, <laughs> that's all you can do. Yeah. So my dad had an experience where he also got very sick and went into the hospital. Mm-hmm. And he also had that same visitation um, when he was on his sick bed as well. Wow. So I don't know where it's come from, but I know that it's been around and confirming with my dad. It's been around our family, or at least my paternal side of the family for at least 10, 15 years. Yeah. And I don't have a lot of knowledge on this, so I'm not going to like touch mm-hmm. on it too much, but it almost sounds like uh, like a spirit guide for your family. Like maybe something that's through. Yeah. Yeah. Generation. As today is one eleven. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, listen, this past year since the COVID quarantine, a lot of things, a lot of things have happened, and a lot I've had a lot of psychics, tarot, and spiritual shaman come to me and, oh, and wow. just meet me like you like you're open. You don't understand. You're third, and things have just been happening. I've been seeing one eleven like it's going out of style. Huh. I have been here. I can intuitively think of things and then it happens. And I'm like, wait, I was just, or we can be watching something. And I'm like, no, that's X, Y, Z. And it's like X, Y, Z. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <Okay. laughs> you need to. Yeah. You need to start playing. Cause it got really high recently. So, and then remember me, <laughs> remember I that know. I told you, <laughs> you know, I will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So this is interesting because you have this gift and it feels like you're kind of thrown into it. Do you find yourself kind of helping your son along with this and to not be afraid of, of stuff like this? Immensely. Um, yeah. Since he was younger, he and I have all, he, this is a kid I can say, grew off of paranormal investigation, paranormal oh, wow. activity, ghost hunters, ghost mm-hmm. hunters for the trilogy, ghost adventures. We have watched mm-hmm. everything. Love it. <laughs> the EMP and all the EVPs and yeah. looking at voice boxes. So all that stuff, because as growing up in Jehovah's Witness, I don't want you to have that fear. Right. I know. It's no point in putting yourself in a box. So I've given him the open space, but he just didn't realize in his mental, he could not, I don't know if it's conjure because I'm not really well-versed, but he can make some things kind of happen. And I'm like, okay, you can do it negatively or you can do it positively. So yeah, <laughs> that is, yeah, that's kind of like, like mind blowing to me that there's peace in like embracing that part of your, your life and how like mm-hmm. there is just so much fear just cause it's unknown and, you yeah. know, exploring yeah. it kind of does give you kind of control over Right. Which is really cool because I grew up Catholic and, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of guilt, a lot of fear, a um, lot of if it's your like, not only are you being haunted by a demon, but it's your fault somehow. Like you right. did something <laughs> and now like this demon's attached to you. So it is really kind yeah. of like it just opens this box where you're like, no, that's not what this is. This isn't right. This isn't connected. It's just, you know. Mm-hmm. You get to look at all the pieces and make your own exactly. decisions, which is really cool. Exactly, because we all know it's filtered to us when you're a child. It's filtered yeah. by the adult. So, yeah, absolutely. And mm-hmm. do you do tarot or anything like that, or do you stay away from it? I am into tarot, but I haven't really learned. It's a lot of cards, Meg. That's a it's lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it is ADHD. a lot of homework. I can't. Yeah. Do it. My ADHD kicks in. It's like yeah, <laughs> the what of cups. <laughs> I'm thirsty too. Would you like a cup of water? Sure. Let's go get a cup. <laughs> yeah. 
there's there's other things um there's one that i follow on tiktok that's really fun where she has these Mm -hmm. bones have you seen Uh the bones and it's only yes or no questions but if they're crossed then it's a no if they're not crossed it's yes so they'll ask a question and throw the bones oh wow and it's really cool it's like very interesting i don't know the oh but yeah, I don't know how it works. I saw I a girl with the dousing rods on TikTok and I was like, yeah. Whoa. And then there's another girl. Um, oh my God, I can't remember, but she has a house that's haunted and she's been taping it for like the past five or six months. Mm-hmm. Different things that have been happening. Her dog's going crazy. Her cats are going crazy. Then she's asking the viewers like, did you see anything? Or is it that's just so me? Scary. Because I know that this And then I did the research on the house and I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah tiktok is crazy the stuff yeah. you see in there i'm always like mm-hmm. creeping on people and then it kind of makes you again it, it kind of normalizes this whole experience and mm-hmm. you know exactly organized religion i feel like i hate to say it, like i know it gives it gives my mom a lot of peace also but mm-hmm. i just feel like it's kind of on the way out like there's so much more to the human yeah. experience so it is especially yeah. when you get the old the old timey religion <laughs> yeah it's out of here like it just it's more to being religious you could be spiritual yeah yeah you know exactly I mean? yeah so and do you feel like with your experiences it's more premonition have you ever seen like a ghost or like sensed like a dead or like a dead person or i would say so my mother just passed um, in September. You mentioned, I'm sorry. That's no, so thank hard. you. And that was, that was a different experience because I, she actually just visited me, um, in my dream about a week and a half, two weeks ago. Wow. Um, she's never been here and she's coming down the hallway and I hear her voice and she's like, she won't believe it's me. And I'm like, mom? <laughs> she's like, you won't even believe it. I'm in your house right now. And I'm like, mom. And I see her face <laughs> come through the door like, mm-hmm. and then I wake up like, nah, uh <laughs> That's so um, awesome. <laughs> it's just, I mean, she came to me as a fly after she passed away. Mm-hmm. She didn't believe in the afterlife. Right. Um, Jehovah Witness, you don't believe it. What she believed was you go, you die. It's like you go to sleep. That's it. So oh, you wow. don't leave. You just, you just go to sleep and that's it. And I'm like, oh, all right. But the fly came to me the next day and the way that the fly landed was landing like a butterfly and flapping its wings like a butterfly. Flies don't do that. Wow. At it all. And then yeah. you're just staring at you like, yeah, hi. Like, I'm just letting you know they don't do that. So, no, they're, they don't stop moving. They're no, no, terrible. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I've seen and I've heard different things, but I'm not sure if it's my grandmother, my grandfather, or someone that has been in this place before we were residents here. So, right. Um, nothing's negative. You didn't, haven't felt, filled anything nothing's felt excuse me negative anything like that so that's good other than those two things yeah and my third eye opening right here in my living room other than that no (laughs) was that an act did you accidentally open your third eye one day just following along with the things that people are that i talk to that are telling me that are going through reading the cards and Mm-hmm. being spiritually divine and being able to tell me different things and sure. opening up meditating opening your chakras and just i don't know what i did all yeah. i know is it, it it happened so 
I've been yeah. open ever since. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to ask, and again, this could be something where you could just say, I have no clue, but I listened to uh, a past guest, Karen Rontowski has a paranormal podcast and she did this really cool thing for the new year where she had a bunch of different psychics come on and do like a five minute reading of the new year. Uh-huh. And everyone was a little bit like bleak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was wondering if you have any like feelings towards this year. Do you think it's going to be like positive or negative? Yeah, no, it's. <laughs> I mean, I have been feeling that for this year, at least the first four to five months are going to be. It's like when you go through the ninth month of pregnancy, it's going to be labor pain. It's going to be interesting. You've got to go through. That's what this. Yeah. Quarter of 2022 is going to do because we've still got to deal with COVID. We've got we to gotta get over a lot. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to forget Omarion by the time <laughs> the I next five months. Part three comes out. We're gonna <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. I feel like this first half, yeah, because when you are vulnerable and you, when your vitals are low, you are open. Right. So, yes. As we see, we've lost so many children and fires and just yeah that's been awful one week and that's been over 12 children and yeah so there's gonna be a lot and it's gonna be a lot of things it's gonna be labor pains but i feel like once we hit the next change of the season if people can keep a positive outlook it it might turn out to be a little better year i'm gonna make it a better year i know that yeah yeah that's <laughs> that's kind of how I've been feeling where I have like a sense of dread but I'm also like super hopeful and yeah. I just feel like the energy has been so high like both negative and positive like right. I've had some personal things that have been going really well for me but then also awful terrible tragedies are happening mm-hmm. and I don't know if I'm just more aware of it or if it feels mm-hmm. more frequent but it's like everything feels very like highs and lows right now I'm not like coasting at all it's either not a coast. you know great yeah <laughs> So it's just kind of like buckling in, I think, for the next couple, mm-hmm. like you said, that ninth month of just, yep. you like, know, okay, I just got to breathe. These pains are here. Okay, let's get used to it, but let's just get it out. When is it coming out? Yeah. <laughs> let's just keep breathing. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Do you mind if I get into my story? No, I'm ready. Sweet. Okay. So since you kind of wanted to talk about the Black Hat Man, it made me think of shadow figures in general. It's a muggy summer night when your eyes jump awake. Though you're conscious, you're unable to move a muscle. You try to study your panicked breathing when out of the corner of your eye, you see a movement. Or at least you think you do. Your breathing intensifies despite your attempts to think rationally. You start to question yourself. Did I lock my bedroom door? I thought so, but someone is definitely in my room. Then you see more movement. It looks like a a large, dark black figure slowly approaching from the side, getting closer and closer until finally you regain your ability to move and jump up in a flash, only to find the shadow person is gone. So scary. So this is a common, (laughs) I know, this is a common experience people have had with shadow people, but like, what are they? Where did they come from? According to the Lurking Shadow People by Jason Oft, tales of walking shadows come from all over the world. Some of these shadow people wander through the periphery of our lives while others stay for years like yours. So some are Mm -hmm. like a brief encounter and others stick on. 
One thing is certain people can rarely make out the features of these darker than night human shaped entities other than an occasional set of blazing red eyes, which is, mm-hmm. I've never seen that. That's really scary. Thank God. I don't want to see yeah. that. <laughs> Knock on wood. Yeah. Yeah. It's visible. There you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, they also often appear dressed as medieval monks wearing a fedora or, a ball, or are bald and sexless. These entities may simply trek through our bedroom at night, never to be seen again, while others lurk in doorways just watching day after day. So basically what he's trying to say with that paragraph is that he thinks we consider shadow people just a catch-all for entities we can't explain away as ghosts. I almost kind of see them as paranormal, but like soulless. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They're like, they're entities, maybe even like creatures. And according to another article, the four types of shadow people, what are they and what do they want by Cliff? There's four types, human shaped, black mass, demonic and other forms. Mm -hmm. What do you think of that? I know I'm doing a book report for you. I'm sorry. You're being a great. I know you're a mom because you're like, "Mm -hmm, you get it. (laughs) You're like, this is going to be great when you present it in class tomorrow. Good job. Tell them that I tried, I helped, I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just breathe between the words tomorrow right. and you'll be great. Yeah. What they said, there's four different types. I feel like that there are. There's certain times where out of the out of your side view, you can see just a shadow or a mist. Yeah. There yeah. can be sometimes out of the corner of your eye, and it looks like it's a cat or a mouse. Yeah. So you can see the shape. Or other times, it's just the sound, and you're like, okay, I know that I just yeah. heard that. So, yeah, I feel like that that's a good interpretation, because, yeah, there could be the, the, the demonic ones, of course. Yeah. And there are certain things that I see that's on, what is it, paranormal activity and mm-hmm. ghost adventures, where I'm like, what? I swear, if that ever happened. Right. Not, <laughs> not a chance. Yeah. No, I don't want to see like something just going. No, thank you. No. I don't see I'd rather see the person or the shadow of the person. But yeah. To 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 for the shadow people in and of themselves, it yeah. I, I, I haven't I haven't seen any producers of any scary movies, Stephen King and all the rest of them that have used anyone outside of that. Right, yeah. was derived off of the top hit me. Right, yeah. And the arms coming down the hallway, coming down the alleyway. Oh, I hate it, I hate it. I hated it, so I was like, that's <laughs> it, but I saw you before I saw this movie, so that can't be you. Yeah. It's gotta be something else, so but I'm equating weird. that to that, so. Yeah. Yeah, human form, misform, yeah, I believe Yeah, it. I have a yeah. really scary story that I've told way many episodes before i'm sorry if you're like a a, like diehard listener you're gonna hear it again but when i first moved to philly i came from the country and like the poconos but it was a kind of a shock to me and i didn't have any friends or family so i was not happy (laughs) i was like very miserable I lived alone and there was this one afternoon I was unpacking and I took a nap and then Mm. I woke up, I went to get cereal. I looked at my door and I saw that the doorknob looked weird. So I went to fix Mm. it and then I woke up again and I was like, oh, I'm dreaming. So I was like, okay, that was a dream. That was weird. Went to get cereal, saw the door. I was like, oh, the door is broken. And then I went to fix it and I woke up again and I'm like, okay, I'm asleep 
I'm definitely sleeping now. I know that I'm asleep. And I start panicking. I start trying to fight my way out of the dream. And then I'm sleeping in the living room and it was a one bedroom. So there's a bedroom. And I start hearing a man just screaming like, help, help, Mm -hmm. help me, help. And I'm ignoring it. I'm praying, you know, classic, like, you know, our father's hail Mary. I'm like, Mary, please. Like, Uh (laughs) you know, I'll go back to church. And the guy is screaming, help, help, help. And then I, you know, at first I'm ignoring it because I don't want any part of it. And then in my dream, I go, what do you want? And all I hear is you. And then I wake up a minute before my alarm goes off. Oh my gosh. Isn't that terrible? I, that is frightening. Yeah. <laughs> I have bad dreams. I have really bad dreams. Like, is this, was this sleep paralysis? Am I dreaming within a dream? And then you're like, okay, this is like a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So you kept getting up. You t- and every I kept you waking up. Enough, yeah. I would wake up wow. again. It was, I've never had any dream like that where I, again, where I woke up multiple, I do still have sleep paralysis uh-huh. and it's scary every single time, but just in general, it's, you panic but um that was the only time where it felt very intentional like the waking up a minute before the alarm and Mm -hmm. just the guys yelling you know it was so I don't know if maybe because again like you said the lowest part of your life like I Mm -hmm. I mean it wasn't like violent or anything like that but I definitely was struggling Mm -hmm. really really a lot with mm-hmm. where my life was, you know, no friend. I went right. from like having a, a great support system and just surrounded by people that I felt mm-hmm. safe with to all yeah. by myself in the big city, you know? So right. that was, yeah, really I scary. Know, it just makes me think almost, I kind of, I kind of, to, to make it make sense, like you were saying, like, how do they know when you're at your lowest, when you're depressed or something like that? And then I'm thinking, yeah. like, is it like a beacon, like with the Matrix or not even the Matrix, but when you see the T Mobile signal? like a high frequency because you're happy yeah it's shining a different color because yeah. you are depressed or you're at a lower vibration so it's like ah there it is that's the one i need to because they're open i can yeah. get in there and get some energy out of that because they only have a little bit left like i can yeah. go ahead and, and infiltrate some things and, and maneuver like I don't, and I, I don't know, but I feel like that's like probably what's going on. Yeah. And I do think that when I'm in that spot or when I, when I have feelings like that, it's a much more intense energy. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe it's a more powerful vibration. You know, maybe there's a reason it's right. the reason that it's pulling people is because it's so strong. It is like, you know, the overwhelming. I'll the only thing I can think of is when I'm angry, like when we're kids, you're teenagers, you're in high school, college, work, doesn't matter. But when yeah. you're angry, you will allow ourselves to get that angry and it can go to like a blackout moment. Yeah. That's probably why. That's yeah. probably why. Like, you know, I know you can go to 8,000. She's got an 8,000 watt angry bulb in there. Yeah. Let me stay around her. Yeah. (laughs) We're just Wi-Fi to these demons. Like, they're like, oh, good service over here. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But this this whole topic, I'm like, I can't wait until we talk about it. Because I've even, like, um been following and watching. I don't know if you've ever seen Ghost Adventures with Zach Baggins. I love Ghost Adventures. Okay. So <laughs> Absolutely. I've been watching him since they started, when they started off with three other people. Mm-hmm. And now those three other people are gone. Is it just Zach now? 
it's just Zach now and the guy that he used to have with him who had this the short cut that looked like it was almost bald. His father Aaron, died. I think Aaron, his father died yeah. because they bought something back from them in investigation. That yeah. house that he bought. Yeah. They destroyed that entire house. And they did an investigation in there with him by himself. And he was going bananas. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I, Zach, I love you. Love you, dude. But I think it's got you. I think you've been going in there too long. And I think you've opened yourself up for so much for so yeah. long that it's, I think that he's like, he's like a beacon too. I agree. I think that he's like, cause he, I feel, and this is kind of, it's like reality TV for ghost hunting. Cause he definitely antagonizes and, you know, yeah. provokes the things ghost or entity otherwise so it definitely leads for like great tv but definitely leaves them open for attack it's yeah the the one thing is that's weird about ghosts that and all these rules are theories basically but it's just the like consent part of it so like i do think to a degree if you say i don't want this i don't want Mm -hmm. you here i'm like kind of closing off those parts of you Maybe uh-huh. not like your third eye, but just like the access that they have. Right. It works versus being like, like using a Ouija board or using any type right. of communicate, like communication device. It's almost mm-hmm. welcoming. You have no yeah. way to sift what's coming through on that. And those so. things, have you ever used the Ouija board before? No, absolutely not. <laughs> so a weird little story. There was a demon house that was down the street from the house that I lived in when all this top hat stuff was happening. And my mother was 20 at the time. And she had a couple of friends and like, let's go and check out this house. Right. So we go and check out this house and they have stakes in the yard. There's heads cut off in the yard. There is a bathtub full of blood in the yard. There's body parts laying in like the tub. Don't know if it's real or not, or if it's just props or whatever. Is it Halloween or is it just? Okay. When I say that they have their house with the tall, about 12 foot wooden plank. Jeez. All the way around the house. So they were making sure that they were not being seen. And at one point when the gate was open a little bit. And so we all decided to go. Me being Of course. (laughs) And then we saw these things and then we heard like this growling. All I know is we all hauled ass up the street, right? Yeah. This all occurred around the same time. And now that I'm thinking back, like, wait a second. All this happened at the same time. Like when we were, I was having the experience when I saw the top hat man. It all started around the time of all this turmoil and us going to go and see stuff like that because of and as a young person, boys are like, yeah, let's go see that stuff. Yeah, it's like, exciting. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. what are you trying to do to me? <laughs> yeah. But that experience then led to like I had to walk past the house in order to get to my grandparents' house. So right. that was a house that always stood out and always stood out. And so I was talking to my son. And I'm like, so everything that I've told you, all the stories that I've told you, now that we live back in this neighborhood, and mm-hmm. now that we're walking past these things, I don't get the same feeling. Wow. You know, I, I don't get the same feeling. I'm like, wow, it feels totally different. So when you're younger and you're open, or yeah. you're first day and you're open, it's a totally different feeling. Totally different feeling. Like you are literally open. I think I was open for years. 
That's so funny. We have like an episode where we talk about kids and how sometimes they they're like psychic or they remember past lives and it goes away as they get older. And it's it is exactly that where they don't have any like presumed ways that things should be. So everything is just possible for them. Right. <laughs> which leads to some impossible things happening and then no one believing them, which is the worst. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that house sounds scary, even if it wasn't haunted by actual, because they was. decorated it, it like that. And they started it with a Ouija board. Like, oh, let's try it out. Someone brought it over. Like, let's try out this Ouija board. And I'm like, I'm a kid, so I'm just looking. And yeah. then... I experienced the Ouija board myself with cousins and their mom was like from the islands. We're from the islands. So she had a little bit of, you know, the little witch in her. And so sure. she would have those. She was a good witch, but she had like things around. And I'm like, a Ouija board? Let's just see. It, it never it never moved. Yeah. Around me that started to happen. I'm like, that's tied to that. Yeah, don't touch Open that. Open it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't touch it. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have one more story for you of a shadow okay. person that I found. I just, I like to end on scary stories. And we can still talk about it, but I like to end on scary oh, stories. Cool. But um, yeah. so this is from the article. These five terrifying true stories of shadow people will keep you up at night by Ghost Diaries. So let's see if it's scary enough. Okay. This one is called Shadow Child. So it was probably 10 years ago, back in 1999. When I was living in a rental mobile home in Pleasanton, south of San Antonio, Texas, my ex-girlfriend and I experienced a shadow person in the form of a child. It was early in the morning around 3.30 to 4.15, when my ex and I were in the living room sleeping on the floor, when all of a sudden I just woke up. I opened my eyes and in front of me was a shadow that looked like a little boy. It was just a dark black that you can't describe. It had no physical appearance of clothing, just pure blackness. It was facing me for a few seconds when it took off running to my right or down the hallway. The hallway light was on at the time and I could see the shadow very clearly. When it ran off, all I could hear were the footsteps being created as it ran down the hallway. The noise sounded like feet running across, across a wood floor. But the weird thing was that it was carpet with a vinyl plastic cover so we wouldn't get the carpet mm. dirty. At that time, I was so scared that when I saw it, I didn't move. Another weird thing about the experience was that my ex had woken up at the same exact time. When it ran off, all I heard was, did you see that? I knew I wasn't the only one that had seen it and that it wasn't just my imagination. After that, we both stayed awake the rest of the morning, just trying to understand what had happened. My ex would always tell me she could hear scratching, like a scratching noise coming from outside, but I didn't believe her. This had gotten my attention. After this, I never experienced another encounter with the shadow, but a couple of months later, we moved out. Mm. Scary. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mm. I know. <laughs> well, the part that really blew my mind, it was this around the same part, just the light being on and still seeing a shadow and hearing the noise. Right. right. Yeah, because that's... That, I listen, know. I... My hallway is there. I passed out in that hallway. <laughs> I broke my teeth in that hallway. Oh, no. I don't know what's in the... I don't, and the crazy thing, like, if you don't know, my neighbor, funny, funny little sidebar, my neighbor, I think that she's Haitian. I think. 
but she does like the ritual chants and stuff like that. And I swear, I hear her through the wall and I could just see her dressed in a headdress, spitting bones everywhere. What? <laughs> but I can hear it. And you know, you could, I can hear her. She does the chanting. Sure. And you can hear the, <laughs> like she's spitting something out. Like she's, she's loosing something. She's releasing something. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I'm going to turn up my surround sound and <laughs> yeah. leave that alone. Yeah. Um, she doesn't talk. Um, so are you friends or? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All she does is say hi and that's it. She has a sure. special needs son who's autistic and he just, sings his music with his headphones on so he was he doesn't really interact um, right he, i don't know what side of the spectrum how far on the spectrum he is and it's not one of easy communication so you're just like ah, i don't want to be stabbed so i'm just hi and just keep it like that yeah because um, i don't know what she may have with her since i see something's wrong with him but listening in through the house and i would hear her and i'm like well what is that noise like I just don't understand and then I listen you know you do a whole cup to the wall thing oh like, yeah if you're curious for sure why did I do that I should not have done this what, what <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I ever since things have been happening here she's quieted down I oh really had- I was wondering if she like maybe she's thrown some stuff your way not on purpose like the things she's expelling or just finding a new home <laughs> Not to scare right. you. I but. don't even know if it was because I think that, and it's funny when I moved here, I, I didn't realize that I was surrounded by couples that were going through bullshit. Don't know oh, no. So we had <laughs> one on the right hand side. We had them on the left phones. We had one upstairs that was just going crazy. And I'm like, we're a happy family down here. Like, what is all this negativity? Yeah. And then slowly but surely, like, she left. I don't hear, she didn't that part of the the experience she calmed down yeah she doesn't do any of that anymore they're more laughing upstairs yeah they're still kind of crazy over there but at least (laughs) and i'm just like wow like it really interesting yeah it will continue to to i guess you call that regurgitate yeah negativity stays around and has something to feed off of oh yeah come around and i think that that's in that hallway definitely because that was next to her home I'm like, well, what is this shadow? Now I feel good feelings from it. But before I'm like, this don't feel right. I don't know what this is. And That's I'm so interesting. What she's doing. You never know. Yeah. Or maybe she got rid of it. Know. Maybe it was something she was aware of. That... Exactly. Yeah. Never yeah. Know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad know. that it's positive now. That's good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to live in a space that feels my dad lived in a like he got a new job where he had to move a couple hours away and uh-huh. the he works for a hospital and they gave him like can't like hospital campus housing until he could find a new place okay and mm-hmm. the energy I almost wish I, I'm glad he, he moved out this was a couple years ago like I should have taken more videos the energy in this house at all hours of the day was so bad it was so negative like mm-hmm. even when the sun was up you were like something isn't right here and i don't know the history it was part of the hospital so it was really old Uh and i'm just like i told my dad my dad was miserable he was the most like depressed he's ever been and i was like Uh you need to get out of this place something here something isn't right and he moved and he felt way better 
things turned oh, around. I'm so but glad you did that. <laughs> Who knows? Well, I didn't know. And I stayed with him for a week because he was so he was like, I'm just not really like I don't like it here. So I was like, I'll mm-hmm. come visit. And I stayed and it was loud. Like it would feel it would sound like it was like windy. Mm-hmm. But then the outside, there wouldn't be any like wind. like it was it was loud on the inside. I can't even. Ah. Yeah, it was terrible. So it's, it's like hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like uh-huh. negative, just like bad. Yeah. Like it was heavy and. Ugh. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, you got him out of there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'll let you know if, if I feel if I'm ever like, oh, this doesn't feel like a good situation. Yes. <laughs> we shouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah. That one sometimes when we go out to different comedy spots. Oh like, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not really sure about this in here. So it's a little creepy. Don't know what this is, but okay. Where's the alcohol? Okay. Yeah. I've definitely had that where I'm like, this is a vibe. This is not my vibe. <laughs> I don't like it here. <laughs> Cause comedy makes you, you do it everywhere. Right. Weird cellars, old basement. Yeah. So old basements, walls, caverns, caverns. Every, you don't everything know what's in there you know you don't know what's in the walls you don't know what it's been seen before it was repainted and we right repainting things painting over the yeah exactly <laughs> oh gosh it's so true oh, yes. yeah so i mean i feel like the big takeaway from this is kind of listen to yourself you know and buckle down <laughs> take some deep breaths take some deep breaths and don't be afraid of unfamiliar don't be afraid of what yeah yeah sometimes you should embrace it and sometimes it's maybe them trying to communicate with you to give you something so that you can elevate you don't know. I love that that's how I feel that like the your story about the monkey I feel like mm-hmm. I don't know why it just sounds like it doesn't sound bad to me I almost feel like mm-hmm. it's a guide for for your family for like yeah. maybe taking you to the next your next stop or something or I I think that and I'm not sure but I know that each time I was in the hospital which was only twice besides having my son and when I almost died those two times he was there so I don't know um and I never get to see like I tell my dad he's if I could stand on my couch he's crouched down like this so he Uh he sits on top of your chest and he takes the, the box and he puts it on top of you and you can't you can't see anything but this. So you just see him opening up his eyes. That's and, horrifying, though. And I, that would I'm be- like, all I see is like black fire and it looks like it's wet or waxy or something. And he's got this box, but I can't move. I'm in, I'm in paralyzation. So, Ugh. and I haven't, of course, you feel scared because the unknown. It's unknown, yeah. And this is happening to you. But once you come out of it and you're like, okay, was that mess? <laughs> what did I have? Yeah. Oh, was that a real experience? Like, yeah. And when it happened the second time, I said, "Okay, it wasn't the morphine drip. Yeah, it was actually the something that my dad confirmed it." So I'm like, "Okay, yeah, that's yeah, amazing." So, yeah, yeah, you got you doing some more research. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on. The, this was so much fun. We should definitely, I'd love to have you back. So if you have anything else you ever want to talk about or yes. it doesn't even have to be something you experience. If you just find like a cool paranormal story and you're like, let's talk about it. I'm always here. So yes. shoot me a message I for will. my listeners. Uh, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Facebook under the same handle. Cherie, C-H-E-R-I-E and bikini body. So bikini 
body and put a D at the end. It's for the disorders, as you just heard. So that's what the D is for. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I'll link it in the show notes so people can can find you. Awesome. And yeah, and everybody, you know where you can find me, Twitter, Instagram, Meg Gets Money. Gets is spelled G-O-E-T-Z, like my last name. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. This was great. I can Thank stop recording now. Go to realchillspodcast.com slash submit and tell us more. Special thanks to Valerie Demamber McShane. Artwork by Libby Rundell. Music by Sam Williamson. Real Chills Podcast is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Traskowski. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows, please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.